Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited. Welcome to another in the series, Impacting Jamaica, Boosting a Nation. Our guests today are executive members of the York Street Past Students Association, Elaine Coleman, founder and vice president, Elaine Chen, president. Two ladies whose face, whose ideas, and whose hard work have uh, formed the backbone of this organization for more than a quarter of a century. My name is Aubrey Campbell. Ladies, good afternoon, good evening, welcome. Good evening. Impacting Jamaica is one of those uh, concerns, shared responsibilities that Jamaicans at, at home and overseas uh, are engaged in on a day-to-day -day basis. And oftentimes we don't seem to understand and know the impact that a little contribution offers to those who are in need or those who are on the receiving end. And so, I want to start by asking you ladies to share with me for today, you know, just how uh, the organization that you are, you are a part of, you helped to form, you founded it, and, 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 and have been able to structure it over these many years. So let's start by looking at the, the structure and the organization of the York Street Past Students Association. York Street Past Student Association was founded in 1996 mm. with about 10 members then. And we decided that it would be a nonprofit organization. But we know we had to get it registered and all that, which was done real rapidly. I am a member of the organization, Winston Gordon, who is a lawyer. So in a matter of weeks, we were fully well on board to start our events, our fundraisers. And the first one we started in a basement that our friend that our friend loaned us for a hundred dollars. <laughs> That was the only time that each member had to bring something, you know, who bring the rum, who bring the, the, the whatever, for that night. The refreshment. Believe, yes. <laughs> but believe me, mm -hmm. that was the only time that we had to look funding in that way for the organization. And that was the best one too. And to date, I still see it as the best one. Mm. However, starting the organization, a lot of our members were in qualified jobs and these companies that they work with, they have charities. Right. 
which enable us to ask some of our members who we we got people on board from from these companies mm. and asked them to help fund us right and that was how we start making money to buy the books and overall our very first main project at york street was to get rid of the pit latrines mm. and that was done through Jamaica Social Investment Fund and us. Mm. Since then, we have been powering forward and to date, we are still moving strongly. Mm -hmm. And and for, for, for those who are listening, Elaine and Elaine, interestingly enough, tell us, give us that geographic uh, pinpoint location for York Street. York Street is about three and a half mile out of the miles out of the town of Linstead in St. Catherine. Oh. So we are right there in the heart of Linstead and we're pretty easy to get to. And and uh, since since the organization uh, uh, was formalized um you, you have you have been able to to create structures that help the, the its development um i know you have if, if i may call them branches or 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 or, or associate um, entities in a number of areas across the diaspora we have um one founded member um, for the chicago area mr solomon Flores and his wife they are also from that area so they were able to start their um, their event and chapter in Chicago. Hmm. And they have been doing that also for 22 years, which they have continued every year, which we support and we go down as a group. Like 10, 15 of us will go down every year for as a group and stay there for the weekend to um, to help out with that organization also at that point and that chapter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they are still a big part of the unit, although now because of the pandemic, everything has been slowed down with them also. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I know that you also get very good support out of the Florida area. Florida chapter. Yes, Florida has yeah, a beacon yes. on the hill. <laughs> um, they, they are very good. We have several members in the Florida area, you know, they want to be the one. So we have Arlene Williams, Hector Clark, Loris Innes, Brenda, Brenda Taft, and they are the main engine behind Florida. And tell you guys, they really do a good job. The the organization, of course, um, does quite a bit of um, events, as all do, to to raise funds because, as they would say, it takes cash to care. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Let me give you a little update on that. We have a fundraiser in Chicago. We have a fundraiser in Florida. Mm. And the main event takes place here in New York City. Mm. And to be honest, remember, there are lots of alumni association around. <laughs> and we get a lot of support from them, whether you want to believe it or not. 
they are always there for us. And of course, we do likewise with them. So our support is above and beyond. What what makes your organization a little unique, if I may say, is the fact that when when folks hear about the alumni association, let's say in the New York area or even overseas, they they, they are drawn to initially that the high schools. Exactly. But but here you are um, going away from the. the off the grain, so to speak, and you are a primary school alumni association. Yes, as a primary school, I think we have really exceeded and succeeded with being outgoing with the rest of the chapters, New York chapters and other schools that are in the area. Mm -hmm. So we tend to really help and to draw other people in with us because of our um, our community bond with all of them and other association members inside here. And that make us really a success with the whole area. And I think as a primary school, we are mm. going above and beyond a lot of what other schools are not doing. So this is where we group and bond together. And with you being part of the, um, the alumni for the Ever Group, then it is really a successful you know, group of things that we have done so far and getting involved in a lot of different events and stuff like that. So they are known around in the area for being there for everyone. Yeah. So, um, and as I say, it's York Street is, although it's a primary school, I think we have done so much for the schools in general that people tend to look at us and say that, you know, this is something that we should all join together and help and combine because it is a successful school in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And the children there, they're improving every year with the, um, the teacher, their, um, their principal and everything that is, you know, she's been good with the school. So it's really, she's really doing a good job of doing that. And then because of that, you know, it's been really been spreading around. Mm -hmm. Yes, so it's it's not just one thing, it's a little of everything put together that's really making this York Street outstanding mm -hmm. and be good to reach. What what is the what is the current uh student complement at the school? From 140. When we started the, the organization, it was 140 because parents were moving their their, their children from the school owing to the fact that the grades had gone down and everything. Mm. I'm being from the area, I decided I couldn't let this go. Mm. No, we don't have enough room for students. Wow. Mm. Mm. And basically, um, Aubrey, I think it's because of what the things we have done. Building a library and a computer lab which a lot of schools don't have, and it's no wishy-washy thing. It's nice. <laughs> so the first thing they say, oh, you have a nice library. It is, but we work hard, and we join book clubs here. We look for books. We do everything, and on a yearly basis, we send down lots of books until it was just a little too much for York Street, 
we start giving to the neighboring schools. So in all we service like 13 basic school, five primary and one high. Those are all within 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 yes, distance within within, within yes, distance of, yes, of the yes, street. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The area. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Elaine, repeat repeat that point. I, I, I said within this, there's a surrounding area. We try to accommodate and to um, to have the basic schools around the area in their schools. Perhaps nine basic schools. 13 basic schools that we're um, we supplying with um, the books. We give them the basic yeah. stuff, yeah. The, the, the pen, the pencil, yeah. the little reading storybooks and whatever yeah. that you're not used to. Mm -hmm. Because one school of thought might be that you don't give the the the, the big scholarships you you do you don't give the big bursaries, but of course when you concentrate on the, the basic necessities, if I may say, yes. it, it goes uh, farther. I it, think it's more impactful. Yeah. But maybe two or three students that are graduating um, going to high schools, we do give them a subsidy when they're getting ready to go to high schools also. And the only thing that we try to ask them is that they should return and grant the favor to their, you know, coming incoming students and stuff and try to give back to them, mm -hmm. which we are hoping eventually they start doing or, you know, we'll start considering doing that. We are talking with Elaine Chen. She is the president. We're talking with Elaine Coleman. She is the founder and vice president of the York Street Past Students Association on this edition of Impacting Jamaica, Boosting a Nation. Uh, ladies, let, let's take a look now at uh, some of those projects and programs that have really made a difference um, to not only the school community, but surrounding communities uh, as it relates to uh, York Street uh, uh, School. First, let me say, with OID headed by Dr. R Street, over the years, we got about six health fairs that were held at York Street. And each one, I would say we have over a thousand people because we have them coming from various areas out of the, the community. People just tell them and they were there. And let me tell you, those health fairs were one of the best things that were done at York Street. A lot of people, just the basic, Blood pressure, the, the concentration on blood pressure in York Street. Dr. Street said he has never seen anything like that. Mm. It was out of whack. Wow. And because of that, they came back the following year just to check up and see how the people were doing. Mm. So generally, they just go to one place one year. They wouldn't repeat the second year, but for York Street, they did that. And then someone going to the dentist, it's like 4,000 to pull a, a teeth. They don't have the first dollar. 
that was a big thing. So the the the, the medical the mobile the mobile unit was yes. there mm -hmm. and they work like from eight o'clock until nine PM at night. So can you imagine? We had people all over. The last health fair we had was the 21st of January. That was covered by the great Durban Malcolm. <laughs> and we thank him because he put York Street on the map because he said, <laughs> I never hear about York Street, but today they're going to hear. <laughs> Let me tell you, we get calls from all over. So that was really great. The services we get from people and from, from um, corporations here that funded us, it was great. What, what's really stopped us now is the pandemic. Goodness. We, for the past two years, we have not had any of our events. Mm. And we still have to, you know, still give a little yeah. things here and there to the school. It's rough, but it's not going to stop us. The, the, the commitment remains the same. Yes, yes, it is still there. Yes. Mm. And I, I noticed you also mentioned the fact that um, at, at at some at points in your in 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 your uh, in your development, you were able to concentrate on some of the the, the more uh, basic uh, uh, things around the school. For example, the the, the fencing. You know, make, making sure that the, the library was, was up to date and, yep. and putting in a state of the art uh, lab, which now has sort of changed the culture to the exactly. point where now parents are 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 rushing, uh, waiting in line to get their There's students. No There's no space. There's no space. There's no space. These are the things that we do we make great change in the York Street community. Great change. Even the structure of the school arbor. If you see then to now, you would not believe it. Uh, and, and, and of course, there is, uh, as you said, just, just under uh, 300 students. Yes. Uh, that, that's like a what a two hundred percent increase in the last ten fifteen years. Yes, yes, yes. 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 And then these kids are getting scholarships like crazy. They are now getting scholarship all over to good schools. Uh, we would say the traditionalized schools. We get them into. They are into Casey. They are into Immaculate Queens. So they are stepping out of the country into the town. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a big plus. It's a big plus for us. Yes, it is, it is, it is. And, and so while we're on that that, that subject then, um, uh, 25 years and counting, what would you say are some of the, the more uh, significant uh, developments slash achievements of the York Street uh, uh, Students Association? The library, for one, is a big achievement because there's not many primary schools has their own um, libraries right now. And to have someone to maintain it on a regular basis, giving the, um, instructing the children how to use the library, the computers, 
and stuff like that. That's a very big plus, I have to say, for the community that has none of that to give to their other children there. So it's it it is it was a hard working to get that lab going and knowing that we don't have internet service and you have to force to get internet service and to get it. That was really a big achievement for that school and the area. Yes. First, yeah. first we started with teams for technology. I don't know if you remember that when they were going around to help students um, with computers. And that was when that, that gave us a big break. With Team for Technology, we got a lot of computers from them, and they upgraded them. At that time, we started like with 35 computers. Uh, I mean, they were upgraded, a couple new, but that was a big plus for York Street. They are not used to that as a primary school. And the, the books, they had books, everything. So... We were just overwhelmed with building materials. You had Lego, we had building blocks, dominoes, everything to, to make the school user-friendly, I should say, to the children. We paved the schoolyard. When you go to your street, when you walk from the street, you're walking on a concrete straight to whomever you're going to, to the classroom. You don't have to worry, oh, I'm going to get all muddy. No, you walk that <laughs> concrete. Aubrey, that yeah. is a big plus. Big plus. That is big a big plus. plus. The, 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 the grounds, that's about three, four acres of land, and it is completely fenced. Yes, yes. So nobody can come from the side to get in. We have also the, the Sunshine Program that we help the most needy students, the ones that don't have clothing, shoes, yes. books, food, food. We make, make sure that, yes, we make sure we ask that the teacher they know the ones to pick out, and that's what they do. Pick them out, and we get a listing of who is coming out. And so after all these years, looking in the crystal ball, as I, as I want to say, what's in store for York Street, the association, and York Street, the school? We're still going to continue right now. We're kind of veering a little. We are working on a, a little community park. A little park that the children will have, parents will have, because basically the, the school ground is okay. We have a lovely playing field, but you can't let everyone and everybody go in now. Things has changed. So we are working on something now on the outside for the community. So that's what's on our list now. You know, in in 2007, um, Elaine, you, you were one of the awardees for the Council General uh, uh, Award for Education and Community Development. So kudos to you on that. Uh, how was that for you? Oh man, it was like I was walking in in the, in the air. 
<laughs> it was such a great thing for me to be honored then, the great Basil um, Bryant. He was, I still see him as one of the greatest consul general because he dealt with the little people. He always see us as the little people and he was there for us. He was a fantastic consul general. We also give kudos to Aunt Barbara Richards, Anton Tomlinson, Carlene Largy. They were there for York Street. In the, in the in the beginning, yes, they were. <laughs> and 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 as I, like I said earlier, you know, Elaine, you and Elaine Chen are the face, yes, the faces of the of the organization. And so uh, later on this year, um, Elaine will also have her 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 fifteen minutes in in the spotlight when. Okay. Um, when Yuja will recognize her as one of uh, their awardees for 2021, Elaine, uh, share that 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 thought with us. Uh, you know, as you look forward to that day. Uh, it was a big surprise for me, not expecting it, and I feel very privileged to be honored in this way that, you know, they have seen over the years that have been contributing to the, um, to the associations and the, everything that we go to diaspora conferences and everything like that. So I'm taking it as a great, great privilege for them to share this and uh, with me and to share with other members of the, um, of the diaspora community and the huge family members and I really want to thank the board of members, board members who selected me and elected me to have this. So I'm saying thank you now to all of them. If I may not get a chance to say it again, because I'm not a big person to like to be in the limelight. I like to stay on the cover. <laughs> yes. uh, ladies, Elaine Chen, president. Elaine yeah. Coleman, founder and vice president. Ladies, thank you so much for sharing on this uh, edition of Impacting Jamaica, yeah. the, the, the podcast version, as we continue to shine the spotlight on organizations and individuals in the diaspora that are making uh, uh, significant contributions and very worthwhile impact on lives and livelihoods in Jamaica, the land that we love so much. It's been a privilege and a honor to talk with you and we want to just say thank you, thank you, thank, thank you for giving us this platform. Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.